Every decision I've made when I'm doing it out of I'm not enough and I'll never be enough and I'm insufficient and I'm unacceptable, when I start making decisions based on that, I'm not doing it for others or for love or for the kingdom of God. I'm doing it for me to try to get myself to prove I am enough or I can be enough, I can do enough. I am finally acceptable because of all these uh, valuable things that I've offered. Rather than starting from the point as God has made me valuable, now out of that I can give value to others. Those in the church seem to suffer from anxiety every bit as much as those outside it. God's work of salvation would seem to free us from fear and stress, but instead, it often seems to do the exact opposite. This week, Gary explores the deeper reasons many believers struggle with anxiety despite our faith. This weekly discussion is one way that we want to be able to bless you, but we also want to help you receive daily biblical encouragement. World Challenge offers daily devotional emails that you can sign up for at worldchallenge.org as a regular reminder of God's goodness. Now here's our host, Bob Dittmer. Well, welcome to another Gary Wilkerson podcast, and uh, today we're going to be talking about something that a lot of Christians face, uh, and that is fear, anxiety, and stress. In fact, it's uh, been such an issue for such a long time that back in 1965, Billy Graham called that era the age of anxiety. Can you imagine what he would say about this day and age now? Because it only seems to have gotten worse. And Gary, why, why are we living with such uh, fear and anxiety and the stress that comes from it? Well, as a pastor, uh, let me speak to Christian anxiety and stress. Um, when we believe we're meant to live a perfect life, because there are some scriptures that refer to that, be perfect even as I am perfect, or be holy even as holy. So there's this sense of a demand in our heart to, and a requirement on us to be perfect. And so uh, the desire for holiness and perfection is good, but the <clears throat> angst that comes from the failure of attaining perfection uh, causes this anxiety, it causes stress, it causes fear, I'm not right with God. So Christian anxiety maybe is a little different than uh, an anxiety for a non-believer. So that's, that's what I want to address today is the idea of anxiety being coming from when you, when you place, um, here's what I really believe, place spiritual hunger, which is good, with perfectionism, which is my spiritual hunger can only be met if I'm perfect. Uh, uh, so uh, religion plus perfectionism uh, is going to equal anxiety. Uh, and so until we get to the place where we realize uh, God is for us and he's not against us, uh, that he is drawing us towards the process of sanctification, is drawing us to a place of, of holiness. But uh, I was reading Hebrews today when he was talking about discipline. And in that discipline, he says, um, uh, you, you're not brought to the old mountain of Sinai, you're brought to the city of, of angels and good men made perfect. And as soon as I saw that, I thought, that's really good. That, that will relieve a lot of my anxiety, and I think the listener as well, is that he sees us as good men when we get to heaven will be made perfect. Uh, the call is towards perfection. The movement is towards perfection. But the demand is not, if you're not perfect today, you are considered a failure, and I'm going to leave you and forsake you. And so if we don't understand our value to God, our worth to God, we're going to live in stress, anxiety, performanceism, uh, anxi- uh, that, that kind of stress. I asked my wife the other day, I said, do you, do you believe that uh, you, as you are, are worthy of love and belonging? And she said, in Christ I am. I'm not worthy in myself, I'm only, but in Christ he makes me worthy. And I said, so somebody that doesn't know Christ, are they unworthy of love or belonging? And it kind of caught her off guard. And it was kind of a trick question because I had been wrestling with it for weeks before. 
because I was asking myself, is, is my worth only in this single experience of salvation, or is there some worth and merit in our lives because we're born and created in God's image? Mm -hmm. And so I told her, a non-Christian has worth and merit and value. Um, we obviously want the experience of the cross. So the, the idea that behind that is that we have, we have grace that covers our imperfections, but we, we are worthy, uh, not in ourselves, but we are worthy uh, of, of because we're creating God's image, of, of we, we can be loved and we can belong. To me, that's going to help us uh, root out some anxiety and some stress and some, some of this idea that I have to perform uh, perfectionistically. That's going to cause me to uh, finally be accepted, finally be loved. And, and it's just a miserable way to live. And that's why I think a lot of Christians are unhappy. A lot of people are sitting in churches and they're smiling externally and they're raising their hands and they're worshiping God and they're listening to sermons and they go to small groups. But inside, they're, they're just full of uh, stress and anxiety and turmoil and sadness and brokenness uh, because they're not re realizing that Jesus uh, loves them and accepts them and there's grace in their life. You know, that kind of runs contrary to what we what we've been told through him is through the church, I and mean, we're a worm, <laughs> we're wretched. Mm -hmm. uh, we've kind of, has the church perpetuated the idea that uh, we're worth nothing without Christ? Yeah, yeah, there's, I, I think we have to hold this thing in harmony, the, 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 the tension of this is that, you know, I, I do believe in the total depravity of man, and that we are born in sin, and that without Christ we are not saved. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but not being saved or being in depravity does not mean that you are worthless. You ha you have no dignity. There's no, uh, and so I, th I think we have to under understand whether we're Christian or not. Is there there is a basic human dignity. There is a basic human value uh, that God put within man, and so all men are worthy of being loved and not rejected, of being belonging and not cast aside. Um, now, certainly, when we come to Christ, there is a greater measure of joy and life and uh, freedom, and uh, the bondage to sin is broken. So the, uh, the depravity is reversed in a sense, and now we have uh, we have a new nature mm -hmm. in Christ. Uh, but but I, I but I think Christians get stuck in um, in that worm mentality. The, mm -hmm. the, you know, I call it the, the perpetual worm, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that that is so. So I I am I think myself I'm worthless. I'm no good. Therefore, I have to perform perfectly in order to meet this standard, and I never perform perfectly. So my life is filled with existential angst, dread, um, always waking up, feeling like I'm never enough until I get to this level. Uh, what that does then, it causes, and I see this a lot in ministry, in pastor's conferences, it causes this striving for success, for amb ambitious, when I finally... Uh, accomplish this in ministry or in life or in business, then then I'll be then I'll belong, then I'll be accepted, and it's it's just never enough. The the bar is never high enough, and uh, that will lead to anxiety. And the only way out of that anxiety and stress and fear is 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 not to try to perform better, but to to reverse the the curse, so to speak, and say, wait a minute, uh, I have I have human dignity and value, and then when I met Christ and He forgave my sins, now I have even uh, uh, I have the the throne room of grace accessible to my life, and I have peace and joy now that I didn't have before. So you have a sort of a double blessing of not only being valuable because God created you in your mother's womb, He put you together, He knit you together. You have that intrinsic value, but now you even have a, a greater grace in your life. When it comes down to uh, that question, whether we believe, as you put it, uh, do you believe God is good? Do you believe God is for you? That's a question of faith, right? So 
as Jesus said in Luke, he was talking to the disciples about this very issue, and he said, oh, ye of little faith. Is this a faith issue when it comes right down to it? It's a, it's a, it's, there's, a, there's a need for two types of faith here. One is faith that God believes in me, that, that he loves me, that he accepts me. And the second hand of faith is uh, I, I believe I can accept myself. I believe there's, there's dignity and worth and value in my own life. I've always, I've always believed that God loved me. I have always wrestled with can I, can I accept myself? Am I good enough? Um, you know, uh, always feeling insignificant or insufficient, and so uh, therefore you you tend not to, you know, you tend to not speak up for yourself. My tendency would be to say like, I don't have a voice, I, I don't really have anything to say, so let me back down and just, just you know. And so I'm trying to say, wait a minute, I have value, I have worth, I have something of significance to offer others, and that only comes through understanding who we are as as human beings and having that dignity and worth and value. And understanding, then in Christ we have a, a whole new nature, and uh, therefore we're not we're not operating from uh, an emptiness that's trying to uh, obtain that uh, value. That will that's what causes the stress. That's mm. what causes the anxiety. That's what causes the fear. I'm not. I'm afraid I'm not enough. Mm. Uh, so if I'm afraid I'm not enough. That causes all. That's the doorway to all other fears. So once I reverse the curse and say, no, wait a minute, I I have. Uh, you know, I, I am complete in Christ. I'm still being sanctified, but there is a, there, there is His, His life is in me, and uh, th- then then I'm not wrestling to try to get it. I'm not grasping for straws. I have something in me, and then there's this new power I can give now. Uh, I'm not, I'm not operating out of an anxiety of lack or of scarcity. I don't have enough, so I'm dr- grasping at straws to get enough. Now I feel like there, you know, I am sufficient. There, there's there's a grace upon my life now that now I have something to give because I have rivers of living water in me they flow out of me that that that's different than feeling I'm empty inside I have nothing to give so I better start performing well so I get enough inside of me to be able to have something to give and then one other thing I would say is we tend to if you're living in that place of anxiety and stress and fear that is born out of these feelings of insufficiency inadequacy unacceptedness uh, unworthiness. Um, every decision you're going to be making then is is going to be wrong because you're going to be making decisions. What is my career? What should I do for a career? Well, I'm not enough, so I'm going to make sure I get that top job. And if somebody gets the promotion and I don't, I'm going to be angry. You know, all that stuff comes out of that. Every sin comes out of this this core sense of who we are in Christ or who we believe we're not. And so uh, I think every decision we make, when and this is firsthand experience, every decision I've made, when I'm doing it out of uh, I'm not enough and I'll never be enough and I'm insufficient and I'm unacceptable, when I start making decisions based on that, I'm not doing it for others or for love or for the kingdom of God. I'm doing it for me to try to get myself to prove I am enough or I can be enough, I can do enough. I am finally acceptable because of all these uh, valuable things that I've offered. Rather than starting from the point as God has made me valuable, now out of that I can give value to others and it doesn't it doesn't, um, uh, you know, it doesn't cause me to be um, fearful. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cause me to, to, as we're talking about today, to, to live in that anxiety that, that just you, you wake up with it, you go to sleep with it, you wake up at 3 a.m. in the morning and you're worried about this and worried about that. All of those are just the, 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 the fruit of, of this internal thing. The, the anxiety that we feel over issues comes from this core thing of there's something wrong with me mm-hmm. inside. What do you suggest for our listeners and viewers? Uh, what should they do to build their faith and also at the same time understanding exactly who they are so they don't go down this path? 
um, for, you know, we, we, you'll, you'll always hear, you know, believe the Word of God, what, believe what God says about you. And again, so, but I, I gosh, I, I may get some negative feedback on this, but I don't believe that's enough because I've spent my whole life believing what God says about me, but not believing what I need to believe about me. And so I think there's two things. One, believing what God says about you, but then also believing things about yourself that he says about you. Uh, so so I, I can easily believe he says about me, he loves me, he accepts me, he forgives me. But do I believe about myself? I'm loved, I'm accepted, I'm forgiven. And I think those are, it might, it might be just a, a shade of a difference, but it's enough to, to be extremely significant as to whether or not we, we are walking in, in, a, in a Holy Ghost confidence rather than walking in, a, in that fear of never feeling like we're enough. One's a head knowledge, the other is internalized, right? We actually accept it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I think I do, and I think a lot of people have more uh, biblical, theological, uh, spiritual head knowledge than they do the heart knowledge. And um, I, I think we change we change in the heart more than we change in the mind. Both are both are important. Mm-hmm. The mind speaks into it, but, but it's once you... And, and so that's why there's a, there's a process here to go back to your previous question. I'm sorry, uh, yeah, uh, to go back to what you were, we were talking about previously um, was, you know, how, how do you navigate this? And so, you know, you know, believing what God says about you, believing what you should believe about yourself, uh, and, and then realizing it's a journey. And in this journey, you have to allow into your heart um, um, not to repress you have to allow into the heart almost the, the negative stuff to, to say, okay, wait a minute, I'm feeling, I'm feeling anxious now. Where does that come from? So most of us as Christians want to rebuke the anxiety or you know, say, devil, get behind me or repent of that anxiety. And I believe you actually have to invite the anxiety in and, and, and examine it. You know, Paul says, examine your heart. So why do I have anxiety? Where did that come from? What triggered that today? Somebody said something about me. Somebody, somebody did something. So uh, yeah, I got an email yesterday and it was like, uh, please do this, and I was like, it, 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 it was the email wasn't meant that way, but the way I took it was, this person doesn't trust me, and I have to kind of report. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the data that I have to report to you, and uh, you know it made me feel not enough again. Mm-hmm. And so okay, instead of just saying you know I rebuke that thought or oh I'm sorry Lord, uh, I actually said okay, well why do I feel that way? Okay, that comes back to my insecurity. Then I can really repent in the deeper roots of my heart saying, oh, Lord, I'm sorry, I'm not trusting you that you are sufficient and that you have made me sufficient in Christ, even as, as Paul said. And so that, cha- that, that had much more power than cutting the fruit off of the experience like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I got a little bit upset at that, or I'm sorry I felt insecure, Lord, but deeper level, look, okay, I'm sorry that I don't understand who I am in Christ. I don't understand who you've made me to be. And that gives greater power I don't think you'll ever deal with anxiety by just dealing with the external issues. It has to be, as you said, dealing with it through the heart. Combating the lies we have internalized about ourselves and accepting God's view of us is a process. If we constantly remind ourselves of the truths God has spoken over us, we will find freedom bit by bit, day by day, from the chains of fear and anxiety. The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, sound design for this episode by Mike Hallsmith. This episode was written by Rachel Schimitz, our producer is Chris Wigington, with video production by Aaron Gale. We hope you tune in next week to the Gary Wilkerson Podcast. Until then, do all you can to live a better life and make a better world. 
through Jesus Christ.